There is a podcast about an island in the North Atlantic where people have been looking for an incredible treasure for more than 200 years. Hello and welcome back to Could It Be? An Oak Island podcast. We are your hosts, Deidre and Dustin White. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. We're here. We're here. How's it going? You know, it's fantastic. So, um, it is the day before the next episode of the Curse of Oak Island. Yes. We are in the West Coast. We are on the West Coast yes. of the United States. It's pretty late while we're recording this. This is the only time we could find together <laughs> this week to try to record this thing. So, um, we are so sorry for not getting any episodes out lately, but Deidre has been working her butt off. Uh, but we're getting back on track making money for the family and when she's not working i'm doing some stuff to make some money and that's what we've been up to so we're sorry that we haven't been here but we are here today to talk about oh gosh i don't even know what episode this is this This is is nine nine, episode 13 oh go big or go home all right well yeah we're we're not going well i mean we are home we're gonna go big we're gonna go we're gonna opt for (laughs) with the team yeah to go big so yeah so Okay, well, the elephant in the room, real quick. We haven't been here for like, this is, we missed three episodes. Yes. So what's going to happen to those three episodes? Those three episodes? Okay, here's what we decided is that we want to get back on track. Mm -hmm. And what was most important is to jump into the most recent episode so that people could be up to date. Sure. And you know, going through the recap and all that. Hopefully we're going to get back to those other ones. During the off season, maybe, and maybe during the off season, especially because I know I'm gonna want to talk about Scott Clark. Yeah, and his theory. You know, you know and... what would be cool hmm. if we could get Scott Clark mm-hmm. on a recap episode with us to talk about his own about episode. his, you know, and he may come up again this year, maybe. right? Because I mean, we did have him in a flashback in this most recent episode. So that's right. So anywho, um, those other ones to be determined. We'll, we'll see where mm-hmm. we are, but we're going to move on like nothing happened. Yep. Where it's a fresh start. Like, we're just going to forget about all that for right now and just uh, enjoy the episode we had. Yep. And it was a good one. It was fun. Lots oh, of good stuff happening stuff is coming. on uh, that little wonderful uh, mysterious island in the North elephant Atlantic. shaped island. Yeah. Okay. Should we open up? With how they open up? Sure. How do you want to do this? Well, they, they opened up right in a war room meeting, and I think that's where we need to jump in. Seemed like an important war room meeting. Yeah, so be. it was an important war room, war room meeting because it had all the major players. <laughs> yes. Okay, we had Rick, Marty, Jack, Alex, Scott, Billy, Gary, Steve, Peter, David, and Craig. Craig was there via teleconference. Yes. And so it's like, yeah, you got like the Fellowship of the Dig. Right, everybody's next... like really you could just look at that war room and know everybody's really excited like the look on their faces is like oh the cans are coming yeah yeah they're excited are you i'm so excited your spirit animal is headed back to the island yes vanessa yeah, well we'll get to more vanessa here real soon uh but marty opens up by saying that this is an important meeting uh-huh. and it's because they're finally finally about to embark on the real treasure hunt. As opposed to the fake one? I'm like, what have you guys been doing for like 15 years on the island? Uh, no, it was, he means, because like the first half of the year, it's the research section, right? Yeah. I 
I, we've heard that from Laird. We've heard from Steve. Like they, they send the first half is like research to figure out where to dig, you know, gather, gather, gather. And then you mean the collecting second. data, not really research. Like both. Doug is doing research. He, he doesn't stop. It's 24, mm -hmm. 24 months out of the year. He does right. double time. Okay. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he, does, he puts in double. Just like I'm sure Paul Chapman does. And, yeah. Uh, Charles and all, yeah, all of the researcher guys, they never stop. You know what? I bet you this is like Steve's favorite part because he just he doesn't have to walk so many places. Like he just gets to stay in the money pit because that's where all hands are on deck versus like everybody calling and be mm -hmm. like, hey, come over here. Hey, come over here. Steve, Steve, need you, Steve. That or it could be his least favorite because he likes to pull rocks off the wash table. <laughs> He's going to have plenty of opportunity to do that in the next few weeks. Don't you worry. And Laird will crush his dreams. Yeah. Thanks, thanks Laird. Well, Laird hasn't been around, so it's Laird, it's Laird's really week off. I'm really sad about that. Yeah, it's Laird's time off. He's taking a um, he's taking a break. In his trailer. Yeah, he, that's probably he's probably just hiding out in the archaeology trailer. Here, wait. We, we don't have a, a, a section, so here we're going to at least do this once. Here it is. This is Laird hanging out where he, Laird hangs out. Laird. <laughs> Laird man to so. the archaeology trailer yeah, if you want to find Laird and some hot cocoa that's where he's hanging out all right so Marty mm -hmm. he has a piece of jewelry on okay. what do you think of his jewelry so I saw it I was like okay you know it's can you imagine he's walking around Canada with a toonie of all things mm -hmm. on and he his thinks neck. he's super cool and he thinks he's super cool it'd be like me walking around with like I don't know a nickel on my neck or something people like that. no no it, maybe but know. bigger like what's a big like silver dollar yeah Except those aren't as common i think toonies are way more common. yeah exactly that's why i'm thinking like a common like a quarter yeah like hey look i got a quarter and people we don't are use like, half dollars either so yeah but quarters like that's a you know very common thing sure. and it it's just like not a rare one <laughs> yeah <laughs> but He's wearing it for luck. Yeah. Mad props to you. Yep. So uh, Jack says he's never been more excited in his life. That's saying something. Whoa, Jack. <laughs> because Jack gets so excited. That's saying something. If if Jack has never been so excited, like I expect him to like shoot through the roof or something. Yeah. Well, he's captain of the watch table and he's excited to come back. He's excited. All right. Um, Marty is busy talking logistics. Naturally. Of uh, how things are going down. He's mm -hmm. like, hey, you, Gary, you're going to be metal detecting everything. He's like, mate, I know. He's like, I know. <laughs> I've been metal detecting the swamp and only finding wood. Yeah. Poor guy. <laughs> I know. Yeah, they find some metal detecting. They, they do. They, they do you're some right. metal detecting in this episode. All right. So Rick says that Irving is coming in. Irving Equipment Limited, that mm -hmm. is. And they need to select where the caissons are going. Rick and Craig agree that D2 is on top of the list. Yes. So then we get the flashback to the D2 information. It's definitely right? something that's it's in that area known as the C1 cluster. Mm -hmm. yeah. But now it's D2. And C1 clearly is not far away. And when you put a can down, you're going to be engulfing all of that. What do you think? Of yeah, they found the metal, metal, metal fragment down there and then all the wood so so when when you hear d2 is that uh borehole the first thing you think of no i think r2 oh i didn't even think of that oh 
I was thinking of D2 is like D2 the Mighty Ducks. The second Mighty Duck movie is called D2. No, I was just thinking R2. You D2. and I are D2. Two Ds right here. Yes. Why, why are you hitting me? I'm, not, I'm, I'm patting your shoulder really firmly <laughs> yes. in a loving way. Sure. Um, Rick says that there may be a tunnel or, or a shaft at D2. Because like what I was just saying with all the wood that they found in the area. And Clotworthy goes on and explains the equipment coming to the island mm -hmm. from ROC and Irvine. Yes. Yeah. It's um, exciting. Yeah. They're going to be what doing we've been all waiting for. This is the biggest dig we're getting. So, I mean, I'm excited it's for it. It's pretty big. Mm -hmm. It's like huge, actually. It's, it's big. And it's, it's not the big dig, though. No, it is a large dig, though. Jumbo dig. So Craig wants to make sure, because we're talking about how there's going to be so many spoils, so much more coming out per hammer grab. Mm -hmm. And Craig's like, okay, you know, we could get overwhelmed with all of this earth coming out. Mm -hmm. So he wants to make sure they're focusing on the right areas, which duh, makes sense. That which is between 70 and 100 feet mm -hmm. and isolate that like that's our priority for the wash table and because that's where they found that metal yeah that's where they and found the metal the that's where they hit um i mean that's the zone of interest right yeah. it yeah but forever they have been talking about you know going up to 200 feet deep too you know so mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. yeah i mean there's that but the zone of interest remember every time they like put something down in the c1 cluster they're like 90 feet bing bing 90 feet Yep. It's almost like we can't miss. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jack, you know, is worried mm -hmm. that since he'll be doing twice as much washing this year, uh, he's he's wondering if he's going to be able to get through it all. And it's like, Jack, you've never been more excited. That means I you know. have the extra energy and the extra strength to get through it, bro. He's he's so excited. And then all of a sudden, he it, like reality hits him. He's like, like oh, how, crud. do we really think it's all going to be able to go through the wash plant? And isn't Marty that tells him like it's okay, we'll be able to adjust accordingly. It was Rick. Rick said Rick. yes, we will if we get behind, we will adapt. Yeah, we <laughs> will adapt. We're not gonna make only you do it. You see, imagine Jack out there at like midnight with a spotlight. And he's like covered in muck. Yeah, I can imagine it. He would do it too. Oh, I know he's he that would. kind of guy. They probably had to drag him away. Probably. All right. So Rick says that the main concern is safety mm -hmm. and Billy is in charge of making sure that the money, pa money pit pad is stable and level and safe. And to do so, they're bringing in 1,150 uh, tons, not pounds, tons of gravel. So that's times a thousand. That's over a million pounds of gravel we're bringing in. Oh, it's a lot. And Actually, they, it's over two million pounds. We get that overhead view of the money pit and you can see it's like gravel asphalted yeah. out and well they got to make it so it's a good platform well we don't want to end up with another instance where we're caving in underneath mm -hmm. because you know a lot of holes in there mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah so gary all he wanted to know all he wanted to get out of this uh meeting this war room meeting was i just want to know where we're going to put all the treasure where are we going to store all that treasure and everybody laughs and they're like oh gary Oh, silly Gary. We'll adapt if necessary. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> We're going to have to pay all these people with toonies anyways. 
Well, I hope they don't. It would be really awkward if they dug the hole and they just found a horde of toonies. Wouldn't (laughs) it be awkward? Like, where did these come from? So Marty's like, my toonies not so special (laughs) anymore. There was a hole. There was like there was a cavern of toonies. Yeah, somebody snuck onto the island, just started dropping toonies like down into the uh, one of the caissons. That'd be messed up, man. And like literally put down like 5,000 toonies or something. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that kind of wraps up the war room meeting, but we do spend plenty of time well, uh, some more time in the money pit area. Mm -hmm. So we see Billy out there getting to work. Gonna reinforce that Gotta pad. Put all those tons of pad. And Scott couldn't miss Scott in his yellow jacket. I was like, "What?" But he looked excited to be there. <laughs> I'm sure he He's was. Like, this is quite a little job for Billy. He's like, "Yep." He's like, "Well, you better get on with it." <laughs> yeah. Good job. I'm gonna make sure you do that. That's funny. And Billy's like, "Yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm gonna." So then he gets back to work. So we head to um, a different part of the money pit. Uh-huh. Um, lot 18. Lot, the lot 18 section. Which, which is, is just uh, northeast yeah, of northeast. what we would traditionally think of as the, the money, money pit. pit grid. Because right? they're doing something special there. What are they doing? They are drilling because they're chasing what they think is that flood tunnel, right? Mm-hmm. Because they hit that air pocket before mm-hmm. and kind of by where the woman's memorial is. Yeah. And they thought they might've found eel grass mm-hmm. in, in the uh, spoils. Mm-hmm. And that's something that's one of the things that is said to maybe be within um, the original flood. Yeah. The, right? the filtration system of it, you know, that in the coconut fiber. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, and they're like, okay, got to follow up. And it's kind of, you know, so it's a, at a higher elevation. And I love the shots where if you're, if you like pause it, the, it looks like the entire table is like at a 45 degree angle and everybody's crooked on the side. It, it just, it made me laugh. I've seen some fun pictures like that mm-hmm. with uh, the streets of San Francisco. Yeah. You know, you take it as like you, what you would, from a perspective where the street looks level. Yeah. But the buildings are like sideways. Like they look yeah, like yeah. they're about to fall off the side. Yeah. That's what it looked like though. Yeah, it, it, it made me laugh, but they're in that area um, doing drilling, right? So Terry, Alex, and Brennan um, are supervising at the tilted operating table. <laughs> hey, I just want to say real quick, my mom's in the chat. Hi, mom. Love you. That's it. Oh, okay. Hi, mom. Hi. Love you. Um, wait, interrupt me. Sorry. Anyways, so they're searching for flood tunnels, and they're drilling. They're getting the first sample that comes up at a depth of 48 feet. And Terry tells us that they're working on FTS2, which stands for Flood Tunnel Search 2. Mm. I forgot to put that in my notes. So Yeah, but I I caught it because I know I'm going to have to hunt it down. So Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. add to the maps, if you will. Uh, So Flood Tunnel Search 2, which means I'm guessing the other one is FTS1. Yes. If this is two. And uh, Alex asks how deep they're planning to take this particular one. And Terry tells them uh, to 120. Feet. May as well. Minus well. They got the drill in the ground already. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, while you're turning your page, hey, I just want to say, you know, thanks to everybody that did show up to chat tonight. 
Um, yeah, it's late. Yeah, it's late, and everybody is just chatting it up over there and having a good time. Um, I see a lot of familiar names in the chat, like mm-hmm. Dana and Trisha, and um, we got Melanie's in the chat. Jeff's here. Graham's here. Um, there's a few others. So I just want to say thank you so much for being here with us tonight. You guys rock. You do rock. Like ROC. And I hope you have fun chatting with each other. We don't typically chat much to the to the um, chat, chat while we're doing it, mm-hmm. uh, doing the podcast, but just want to say hi and thanks for being here. Yeah, you guys are amazing. We yeah, heart you. Because we haven't seen you in a while, so it just makes me feel good to see all those names pop up. All right, go for it. Uh, let's go down to further on lot 18 again. Lot 18. Because it goes away and comes back, yeah. and so we still have Terry, Alex, Brennan at working on FTS too. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terry and Alex received the core from 88 feet. Mm-hmm. Getting that zone of interest. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. There's no wood. Mm-mm. But it's very soft. Mm-hmm. Indicating that there's possibly water. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, that makes sense, right? If there is a tunnel or something, it would get soft as you get closer if it's been disturbed. Mm-hmm. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah, it would make sense. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I wanted to just have some fun yeah, with you. Ca- I haven't on. seen you. I'm barely seen you in like uh, feels like days. So I just wanted to say. Yeah. I just wanted to joke around with you a little bit. Mm-hmm. 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 Okay. Did right. you want to carry on or should I? Oh, you're doing great. Oh, great. So the next sausage hits uh, the crooked operating table. <laughs> okay. At a depth of 107 feet. Yep. It's got wood. 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 This is exciting. <laughs> Alex seems stoked. Doesn't that seem a bit deep for the flood tunnel? Or maybe was the elevation ever raised in that yeah. area? Maybe. So there, the elevation of the money pit. I mean, think about you know Billy Lane layers. And gosh, I can't remember what Steve said to us in the past if it like had an additional like 10 feet or whatever added for the elevation from what they assume was original before and you got to remember they put in those roads so that is also at an incline roads roads and so that whole area was probably added and graded Mm -hmm. so yeah it's not too far off you just figure that the the flood tunnel would be sloping like downward. And so it would be above the point of interest at that point where they want to get into it, but it's at 107 feet and that's kind of below the zone of interest, but it depends on a lot of, a lot, it depends on a lot of factors. Well, but it's just like, I'm just thinking to myself, I don't know. Well, of course, none of us know. That's why we're digging these holes. Well, that's why they're going to put the claw in later on in, the like, claw. and pick up the, the chapel vault from 150 feet as uh, one oh, piece. Oh, as one piece, you <laughs> know, because nobody's ever pierced it or anything before. Oh, man, that was well, a great animation. Yeah. Oh, I wanted to say thanks to Susan in chat, too. She's putting all of our links in the chat. Oh, so thank, thank you, you, Susan. And while we're here, uh, you know, I just... We just haven't been doing this uh, a lot lately. And I just want to say hi to Jenny in on YouTube real mm-hmm. quick. She's here and Amisha's here. And uh, I don't see any everybody else. Oh, Barb's here. So hi, you guys. Just Dana's here. Hi. We already said hi to Dana. Oh, my bad. She only gets it once. Sorry, Dana. Just kidding. Dana, now you get awesome. it twice. Yeah. All right. Anywho, so 
the wood that they've got they're excited about terry's very excited along with alex and terry's ready to smell it he's like do you smell the pine he's like do you smell what the island is cooking yeah and it was possibly ads cut wood yeah nothing <laughs> nothing is cut by an axe anymore did you notice that yeah it's cut by an ads because oh, they found an ads but we have found several axes it doesn't matter the most recent finds an ads <laughs> everything's ads cut so when we find a axe now doesn't matter then will it switch to an axe because it's the most recent find possibly but it's a little more exotic to have an ads so i think they're i think they're all exotic? about exotic yeah isn't it more exotic it's not a typical uh, tool. Maybe it was at the time, but it's not. You don't hear a lot of people talking about ads anymore. You're right, but Clotworthy does because there's a flashback to them finding the ads this season. Yes, <laughs> they they love their ads. Uh-huh. Okay, so you want me to talk some or you sure? Can? All right, so. Alex says that they need to get uh, the carbon date from this wood. Uh-huh. He believes that there was an opening between the two pieces of wood where the water, where potentially water could flow through. Uh-huh. He calls his uncle Rick to come take a look, and Rick is right on over. Of course he is. Uh, but all, actually, right before that, I guess he called a few people because suddenly there's like a he swarm. The there's a swarm of activity at the operating table. We got Scotts there. Um, we got Mr. GPS Steve. Mr. We- GPS. Yeah, well, um, well, Scott's there because he's the like boss. So. Yeah, but then, uh, oh yeah, Doug. Doug, Doug, I think Doug arrives with Rick, but Dan Hensky's there too. Hensky, Hensky, so good to see Dan. We saw him multiple times in this episode. I know. So, uh, Terry, um, when he shows Rick the wood, he says that a miracle happens on Oak Island every now and then, and there it is. Ta-da! <laughs> I'm like, that's a miracle, huh? Uh- Oh, they they must be pretty stoked I about mean, it. I mean, it was the way it was stacked and the way mm-hmm. it came out. It looked like possibly intercepting of a flood tunnel that could have still been intact, mm-hmm. and that's kind of a big deal. Yeah, no, they're stoked, and they should be. I'm stoked. That's it's pretty clearly. sweet. All right, so Terry says that uh, he would bet that there is a lot of water movement around this space between those two blocks of wood. Rick says it didn't get any better than that, or it doesn't get any better than that. So Rick's all in. He's loving what he's seeing. Um, I hope the carbon date comes back to like 14, 15, six, early 1600s and not like 1795 plus. Well, I'm just more hoping it comes back to the dates they've been getting with everything else so that it keeps aligning that, yeah, it can be the flood tunnel. You mean like whatever. 200, 300, 600 AD? That's what they've been getting. Uh, not from in the money pit. I know. I I but want I want it to make sense. Good. I want the data to collaborate and <sighs> not add another date, yo. I don't like it when things make sense. Oh, I am well <laughs> aware of this. Okay. All right. So, um, anywho, uh, Rick says that he asks for Dan Hensky's thoughts mm-hmm. on the matter, and Dan says. This could be very close to the original flood tunnel or flooding tunnel. Mm-hmm. And Doug says that if the carbon date comes up with a tight window of the 1600s or so, then this could be part of the original works. Thank you, Doug. So he's sound, on your side. Sound logic and reasoning. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Rick says that's 
what that says to him. So there you go. Steve has the final word and he says, what you're right you were just yelling right there <laughs> Steve. he probably can hear you in canada you yeah. probably just woke him up yeah, and he's like i'll get my gps <laughs> he has no idea what it was i'll get, I'll my, get GPS. my gps he's like bushy-eyed like or not bushy-eyed he's like bushy -eyed. um you know he's i don't know he's just like uh, like sleep in his eyes there you go <laughs> all right steve says that <laughs> they may be able, they may be able to chase this to the money pit yeah so he does seem very excited about chasing it to the money pit that is definitely it's, a true statement it's what they're looking for uh -huh. all right so uh is that all for well money, we money have where happenings uh as far as money pit happenings we also have irving showing up right yeah, that's the end uh that's actually towards the beginning and anyways crane arrives and it's supervised by scott and billy mm. they're of course happy to supervise said crane because we're all very excited well, Billy probably just got it laid barely in time it's literally them. billy's turf he put it down it's so. billy's field yeah so uh clotworthy says that this is only the first of 20 equipment deliveries whoa, whoa. and marty emphasizes that this is a big dig mm -hmm. there will be 50 percent more work to do in every area and uh be it metal detecting washing materials etc cetera, etc cetera. well think about all the material like they were searching through like last year mm -hmm. from spoils from like two years prior mm -hmm. that they didn't really get a chance to go through <laughs> And that There's was still... with smaller cans. Still... And Steve's like, look, leather. And Michael John's like, look, uh, cannonball Sorry. thing. Cannonball. Yeah, well, they're still going through things from the 1960s, okay? <laughs> so that's well before you and I were born. <laughs> So, um, all right. So are we doing the swamp or are we doing metal detecting? Or lot 32. Let's do lot 32. To okay. the metal detecting metal detecting hour with Rick and Gary. Yes, it's Lucky Digger. The Lucky Digger, and apparently the shovel is hungry. <laughs> yeah, how did that go? Uh, let's see here. So Rick and Gary are you know getting ready to metal detect, and Rick gets out the shovel and says, "It's hungry for top pocket finds." <laughs> Gary says, "Let's feed the beast." <laughs> I, I laugh oh pretty gosh. hard. That was pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, classic. Rick. I mean, classic Gary. They clearly have a good time while they're there or you'd go crazy. I bet you that Rick loved being with Gary uh, uh -huh. digging in Florida when they did some Beyond oh Oak Island stuff, you know? Oh, I bet. On, then he was on Gary's turf. Uh -huh. <laughs> so good stuff. Um, yeah, so they do some metal detecting. I guess Gary had already pre-metal detected and stuck flags. As always. But he runs the metal detector over it again. And, you know, he gets a signal. Rick gets out that lucky shovel and starts digging. Uh, Gary pinpoints after he gets out a plug. Mm -hmm. And he discovers this, there's an ox shoe in there. We've never seen one of those before, have no, we? No. Like, oh, look, it's your, what did Rick say? It's your old friend. <laughs> He's like, yeah. I know all about these. Yeah. Well, it was cool to find. But what that's. Else? good information right because they have found so much on lot 32 indications of a possible wharf and that is it's like that triangular shaped 
lot, right? Yes. Down next to the swamp and all that. Oh, it's been a very interesting uh, little area there. Yeah. Yeah. It has. It has. Second signal. Uh, beep, 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 beep. So Rick digs. Gary sounds really excited as he uncovers a piece of copper. And they think there might be an inscription on it. Mm -hmm. I'm surprised we didn't head straight to the archaeology trailer. For serious. Laird's like, I am too busy <laughs> yeah, to deal like, with you. He's like, put it in your top pocket. Hold it. Hold it, please. I still have another 300 artifacts to catalog before I can even look at that. And he's said, still probably cataloging stuff from last year. I know. And he's saying that they're both thinking they see something on it. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I didn't see anything you didn't like, no did you look at it like um if you take a picture of the screen yeah and manipulate the image to show it in negative mm -hmm. uh you know like a, a, a yeah it says um be sure to drink your oval team you dummy <laughs> okay never mind it doesn't say anything i didn't see anything either <laughs> oh my gosh you are something else maybe this is the problem with like late night uh, podcasts. We get a little, a little cry cry. Hey, Linda. Hi, Linda. And Agnes hey. is here. We just want to say hi to you guys. Thanks for being here tonight. The OG's in the house. What's up? What's up? And Linda from our neck of the woods. Well, Washington. Mm -hmm. All right. Go for it. So they think there's an inscription on it. Mm -hmm. And Gary says it's likely connected to the other finds in the area. Good mm -hmm. deductive reasoning, Gary. Well done. Um, I remember Clotworthy speculating, like, could it be part of a uniform or like, um, remember like that patent plate yeah, or whatever, something like that, or part of a bucket. I don't know. We could go on forever. I don't think it's part of a lipstick case. Mm -hmm. Well, remember they found that um, name tag thing too? Like it had like, it didn't say ball on it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Could be something like that. Mm-hmm. All right, so they do some more metal detecting, mm -hmm. and Gary identified a third target for Rick, mm -hmm. and Rick digs it up, and they pull out something that gets Gary, like, he's he's losing it. Yeah, because he's like, it's <clears throat> circular. Is it a coin, or is it a button? And usually gets disappointed because he finds a button, and then he recovers, and it's like, yeah, but no, it's a really cool button. No, but he got excited. But he got really excited this time because it was indeed a coin. Yeah. yeah. And Gary could tell just by looking at it that it, the coin is British. He's like, this is from the, the motherland. From the motherland? Oh, oh my is, God. Is, isn't that, wouldn't that be his motherland? I, I, I guess. I, he has metal detected plenty of those. So he's seen a lot of them. He, he feels pretty confident about what it was. He didn't know exactly what it was. No, because they couldn't tell the bust on it. But he noticed the uh, shield, the Britannia. Is that right? Yeah. So, mm -hmm. uh, knows it's very old. We get the flashback to 2017. Mm -hmm. Um, remember that like it was yesterday. 2017. Well, the, or or the 17th these... century. <clears throat> yeah, wasn't one of these uh, the tuppany that he found? I don't know. They found a bunch of them, mm -hmm. and um, Dave Blankenship was there. They were like, "Hey, <laughs> you really are lucky." They need to get Dave back out uh, to the money pit to press the buttons. Uh, when they start oscillating so that they can make sure they're getting that gold stuff. Yeah. Duh. So, it's ground time. Just saying. Yeah. It's go time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, this new coin find, though, Gary says, uh, will definitely predate the discovery of the money pit. Mm -hmm. So that's good. And Clotworthy says that uh, 
this find might support a new theory presented to the Oak Island team. Uh -huh. And we had a flashback. Yes. What was the flashback about? Um, to when who we've talked about, uh, Scott Clark is discussing his theory about the 17, 17th century English nobleman, Sir William Phipps, and how he conspired with uh, Freemasons, uh, what, Alan Bletcher, mm -hmm. to hide a large amount of silver on Oak Island sometime after 1687. Oh, please. That, that sounded like a really, like, we didn't talk about that much, yeah. just between you and me, but, like, that sounds really cool. And yeah, like, I, I love the the map. Yeah, and I liked his uh, theory. So yeah, uh, please, please be right. That'd be super cool. That would be. All right. So um, Rick and Gary celebrate the fine by mm -hmm. giving a fist bump to each other. Mm -hmm. And uh, Gary says, "Shake and bake." All I could think of is shake and bake chicken. Mm -hmm. I haven't seen any of those advertisements since like I was a wee one. But it was also, I was like shake, 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 and you're like shaking your chicken to cook. You know, mm. that's all. I think it was, it's more of a reference now to the, there's a movie called Talladega Nights with um, uh, Will Ferrell, the yeah. guy you don't care for. Well, um, apparently, I like him in Zoolander. You like him in Elf. And in Elf. Whew. That was a new one that's anyway, quite funny. Anyway, like he and the, the other, like he's a car driver in it. Yeah, and he, they, they fist bump, they say shake and bake. Really? Yeah. I so did not know that. Pretty sure that's where that, I've seen it like once, like when it came out. So long. Time I do ago. not remember. That movie that. came out like 20 years ago. So 20 years ago? Ish. Yeah. Talladega Nights. Ish. Mm -hmm. I'm just feeling older and older by the money. Okay. So anyway, Shake and Bake. And Gary uh, says that even though this is going in a bag first, it's going in his top pocket next. And so it's a top pocket fine. He's 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 ecstatic about it. And uh, Rick says that the coin is, spe is, is a spectacular find due to its condition and where it was found. I would agree, Rick. I mean, money should always go in the top pocket. I mean, I think that's kind of a given, mm -hmm. even if it does go into a little baggie first. Mm -hmm. It just mm, makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. Okay. So we have a war room where we talk about dating stuff from the swamp. And we have some time in the swamp. But I think we should just talk about their searching in the swamp. Next. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So Claude Worthy started this by saying, this is one of the final searches at the swamp for this year. One of? I thought this was like wrapping it up. He said it's one of. And still, that's a little sad. Because they've it been is. finding, every time they go in there, they find something cool. Well, yeah. And uh, some things are way cooler than they, uh, they seem. Because like, I don't think an ads is very cool, but they found an ads and it's like, oh, that's pretty cool. Uh, clearly an ads is very cool because everything's ads cut wood now. Yeah. All right. So this is Gary Peter. Okay, wait. I know it's not the same thing, but I, I used a planer for wood in my most recent construction project. What's a planer? Is that the thing where you, so has... you like scrape it and to make the wood like... Um, smooth or Does it have a knob on one end yeah yeah and you go, i use those in shop class i didn't know his name <laughs> it's been like 20 years so so i because none of the walls in this building are straight or anything so i needed to like to make it flush you needed to shave off a little i had bit, to huh? shave shave it off and as i was doing it i was like it's not an ads, but I feel like it is. So I was thinking about <laughs> Oak Island as I was planning a board. Ads you were? Ads I was. 
Yeah, Deidre is basically like rebuilding a building. That's why she's never available for anything anymore. <sighs> they needed you. I am 99% done. Oh, so you're going to have more time. Maybe. Actually, that time will get put into other work that has yeah. to get done. She's been super busy. Okay. All right. Swamp. Yeah. So we had Gary, mm -hmm. Drayton. We had the Fernetti brothers. We did. David and Peter hanging out. Dynamic duo there. Billy was there. Of course. And Eagle Eye. MJ. Michael John in the house. Yep. All right. So Clotworthy recaps the wooden items found in the swamp this year. Mm -hmm. There's many. Uh, Gary begins metal detecting. And he's a little bit like disappointed. He's like, there's no metal here. Wah, but, wah. but he's got his uh, dual optical scanners. He does. Um, so they we were told that the water pumps have been turned off mm -hmm. and water is beginning to return to the swamp from the uh, mm -hmm. underground spring. And um, even though Gary can't find any metal, that doesn't mean nothing's found. Nope. Because we Cause have Michael Eagle John's Eye, there. Eagle Eye's on the case. Right. And Michael John finds this exquisite piece of wood. Mm-hmm. Uh, David uh, says it's like his uncle Rick um, and Laird would say it's all about context. What is the context of this piece of wood? Is it f connected to something else they had found? Is it um, just random piece of wood that has nothing to do with anything? What, what is the context? Do you know? I don't know. Cause I'm not there. Yeah. But they're going to do some, they're going to get some contact. They're going to do some dating sure. on it and see if it lines up with anything else. Uh, Gary says that's a good way to think about it. Uh, and they find all of this wood and could it be one-offs or could they be finding more and more irregular pieces of wood that may have been man manipulated by man? Mm -hmm. He's getting on board. Um, he says, uh, with that there might be a swamp or might be a ship in the swamp might be a swamp in the ship no well, be... i mean that it it might be but did you hear that he's getting on board yeah he didn't even mean it as a pun and it worked out quite nicely it was perfect well done mm -hmm. gary well done mm -hmm. all right so um that's kind of it until we go back to the um well let's go room, back right? to the war room where they're talking about the particular piece of wood they found carbon dating results with rick marty no it should always be carbon dating results with your host craig tester because <laughs> you know he's always the one to deliver 90 percent of the time a few others have been given by somebody else okay i don't believe those do you, are do you remember efficient. ian spooner does it about 10 percent of the time and not for i mean what he's doing is not like what craig is doing it it's is true. different yeah, but Craig is the man when it comes to carbon dating. Yes. All right. So, yes, uh, carbon dating time or carbon dating chat. Uh, with Craig. How do, what, what, the carbon dating hour with Craig Tester. Yeah. Welcome to your carbon dates here on the Curse of Oak Island. Yeah. So, anyway, <laughs> Craig is hosting um, and his co-hosts are uh, Rick, Marty, Alex, Billy, Scott, Jack, Steve, Doug, and Dan Hensky. Mm -hmm. And... Um, they had uh, this, this, the report for this piece of wood was expedited mm -hmm. um, to get uh, dating information from it. This possible piece of deck planking. Craig gives a date and everyone's like, shut up. It can't be a real date. Well, and you know, before they even gave the date, Marty goes, you guys are sure this was a worked piece <laughs> of wood. Like you're sure because mm -hmm. he knows something's coming. Yeah. So what are the dates? The dates Craig give. 
are 224, like 224 to 376 AD. Old, old, old. That's like, whoa. Oh my gosh. That's like almost like 1700 years ago. Like that's a long time ago. And what is that wood doing in the swamp of Oak Island? I I don't know. You're gonna have to ask the wood. <clears throat> yeah, in my notes, I wrote whoa. Mm-hmm. So uh, uh, Marty says, "Good eye, Billy," because I guess yeah. Billy's the one that found that piece. Billy's pretty good at finding those pieces that like come up in his bucket or nearby. Mm-hmm. You know, when he's digging out there. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack wants to know how this could be connected to the treasure. Yeah. Well, they say I don't know, but. The date is very weird. Mm-hmm. I'd agree. <laughs> yeah. And Clotworthy notes that the team has found artifact, artifacts, uh, ta, 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 ta. artifacts from the 12th through 18th centuries. And this new date is the strangest thing uh, found. Um, it it goes with the strangest thing found thus far, which was the ship's railing from last year. Yeah. That was 660 AD. But this is even older than that. And Marty's head's about to explode. Yeah, like Marty is that data guy. Mm-hmm. He, you know, that's what he needed. And uh, he, he always says, show me the data. Otherwise, I won't believe it. Right. But then he gets this new data and he still doesn't and believe it. And he's like, I, I can't believe it. But Craig's like, yeah, the data is 95.4% confirmed. Yeah. Uh, Say so what? It's insane. Mm-hmm. It's legit insane. All right. So there was a little side interview with Marty and he says that one of the curses of Oak Island is that you can almost never rule anything out. <laughs> yeah, I get it. Like they uh, want to put X's through stuff and then they keep bringing new people in. Right. Like the Portuguese and now more dates and Marty. He's like, oh, my gosh, Craig, don't you dare ever bring another time period in here. We've got plenty. I know we want to put some X's through it, but. That gets a big LOL from the rest of the crew, though. Right? I mean, that was pretty funny. It's just like that Portuguese conversation. Yeah. Well, Steve goes on to say, you know, just because the date doesn't fit doesn't mean that they didn't use the wood at a later date. Uh And he does give examples, uh, or as an example, even though the ship's railing was 300 300 to 400 years old, um, older Uh than that wood, uh, they could be related uh, to a ship just using different trees. Yeah. I mean, just because it's that old doesn't necessarily mean it was cut once it and then used right away. I yeah. mean, come on. I have, like, growing up, let's think about drying out uh, firewood. We always had, like, years worth of firewood at my house that was cut and dried and just sat out there forever. Did you cut it? Oh, gosh. I usually didn't cut the firewood. Was coming from you i just built stuff i you just said i'm rebuilding a building i cut so i'm yeah i'm a wuss i'd cut firewood sounds like you probably cut yourself maybe all right dan hensky he has something to say Mm -hmm. he says that the basic rule is to do some more analysis wider uh, range of uh investigation and see if you come you can identify uh the type of wood what continent perhaps came from maybe a region and this is just one step here. Uh-huh. Tries to bring everybody down <clears throat> well, to the like to the facts of the matter. That's what Hensky would do. Well, yeah, and that's what you would <clears throat> expect uh, Dave Blankenship to do because he'd be like, 
look at the facts, look at the data. And Hensky, you know, spent a lot of time with those guys. So I was like, guys, bring it on in. Bring it on in. <clears throat> yeah. All right. So um, Rick says that his thought would be to get a, spe uh, a species ID on the wood. So mm -hmm. good call, Hensky. Um, Clawworthy explains that because of the ongoing pandemic, resources are limited as to what they can get tested for carbon dating and things like species. Uh -huh. uh, they plan on getting that done with the University of Alaska. Woo, woo, going to Alaska. Yeah, going forward. So <clears throat> cool, cool. Cool, cool. Uh, Rick wants to know how it got to Oak Island if it's not native, and the test will help determine that. Mm -hmm. uh, Craig says that if they knew it came from Europe or not, that would make a huge difference. Absolutely. Uh, Steve says that as long as they can test it, it's a, a type of wood that lasts a long time, and that's a good step to take from there. Agreed. Let's <clears throat> let species test it. Yep. And Marty ends it by saying that he doesn't need any more mysteries, and they'll assemble again when they have more data. <laughs> but when you have more data, you may not like the answer. <laughs> Poor Marty. He's just trying to hang on to his toonie for luck. Oh, yeah, girl. Hi, <laughs> Miss Aaron. We uh, all do. We all do. All right. So, in, speaking of uh, girl, is that a segue? <laughs> that, I, I guess. The, uh, the main gal of Oak Island showed up, I guess. The main gal of uh, Oak Island. Well, my spirit Over the animal. seasons, yeah. Deidre's Someone we were missing dearly last year. Yeah. Her and her sidekick. Yes, and she was almost named Deidre too. I know. I've heard that many times. Yeah. Right, that's you're how I do. Yeah. <laughs> so we are getting a big arrival from ROC crew. ROC. ROC. They are crossing Rotators, the... Rotators, oscillators, case songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In case you're wondering. Is that what that stands for? Yeah. She told us that clearly. No, she didn't. Yes, she did. No, in she our didn't. interview. You're making that up. No. Duh, I, I was there. Okay. I, yeah, but you have a horrible memory. <laughs> like, the worst. Okay. Anyway, they cross a causeway, and people are starting to get excited. Scott tells Gary, Billy, Charles, Steve, Peter, and David, who are all assembled with him. I thought they weren't. There's literally just a line of them standing there waiting for her. I thought they weren't they weren't supposed to assemble. They were they got more data, says Marty. Avengers assemble. Yeah. Apparently Fellowship Vanessa assemble. is a reason to assemble. Fellowship assemble. Yeah. Yeah. Anywho, and so um they Scott tells them that this is a big day for the money pit. Well, duh. Uh Charles says it's exciting. Uh these are the biggest cans they've ever put down. And um, Billy informs them about the arrival of Rick and Marty. So here come Rick and Marty. Whoop, whoop. Gary shouts out that they're ready to find some gold. And Marty likes his enthusiasm. Um, where are we going to put it? Yep. Uh, so they marvel at this new hammer grab that's sitting there next to him. And the thing is gigantic. Huge. Yeah. Well, like, it, it's way bigger than before. Like, Wow. They say it a couple times in the episode. It's 22 and a half tons. It's There's so much huge. coming out in every scoop. This is going to be nuts. I can't wait. It's going to be exciting. All right. So Gary says that they've got a really fantastic chance to find treasure this year. Perhaps to hold a lot of things in their hand and not just the one thing that Rick's looking for. Put a bunch of one things. 
that would be pretty epic. Uh -huh. uh, Marty says that uh, test uh, testing said that there is gold and silver down there. Statistically, they're going to have a good shot at finding something. Yeah, especially considering they're putting a case on like right over like some of the highest. Please, amounts. please. Let's see some gold shiny things. I wonder how deep they're going to go because I know they're really interested in that. That what is it, seventy to hundred and whatever foot. Well, I want to know how deep they have to at least go to however deep C1 is because they, in the bottom of it, that guy last year dropped the gold shiny thing. Don't be mad at him. No, he was but trying his best. I know, but they have to at least go down there so that they can hammer grab it on out. Maybe. No, definitely. No, because it, they're not, are, are they doing a big case on right over C1? Well, we don't know it's, that. no, but they're doing D1 and the caissons are 10 feet. No, they're doing D2. D2, and the caissons are 10 feet. Like the Mighty Ducks, okay? So I think we're going to be just fine. Thank okay. you very much. Yeah. All right, so um, Charles says that he knows it's there. You just got to find it to Rick and Marty. And I'm thinking, like, Charles, what do you know? Well, we should have just listened to him before. He literally says he knows it's there. He's like tantalizing him he is tantalizing mm -hmm. teasing tantalizing yes. doesn't quite seem to work okay well right. he's, he's definitely teasing them if nothing <laughs> else <laughs> all right so rick says he doesn't know if all the answers will come up but proof will come up proof of something but, and that's all that matters to him and it's a very simple goal find one piece of irrefutable evidence underground deep underground and marty's thinking well actually the gold does matter. Like yeah. this is an investment, big brother. He's like, I just want to find one thing. Nope. Yeah. Gary says after all the, te all the testing we've done, this is the year. Marty says, let's go and gives his big brother a big high five. Big old high five. Yep. Cause that's how they roll. So the cans, the cans cometh. Cometh. <laughs> the canneth of rockets. Uh, Makes me think of Gareth from Gareth. Uh, from Gallivant. Oh man, Gallivant! That's it looks some just good like stuff. Gary Drayton. Yeah, remember? Yeah, the doppelganger. If you haven't seen Gallivant, go check it out. It's it's from uh, ABC, um, the channel, the TV channel. Uh, it was like three or four, As five years ago. As opposed to the Alphabet. <laughs> yeah, sure, maybe. But it's, it's by really funny. The Alphabet, <clears throat> brought to you by the letter of the day. Okay. So oh, the cans are approaching. <laughs> Rick says that it's exciting to have caissons arrive, but it's always about the people too. So, which means it's great to have old friends back. Yeah, so welcome old friends back. Vanessa is back, and of course she she comes in, giving the fist bumps to everybody, hitting down her Avengers assemble line. Yeah, she's not just doing the fist bump though; she's exploding. It. Yeah, she's doing the exploding fist bump. Like she is stoked. You kept her like they kept her away for too long. She just can't take it. You don't do the exploding fist bump anymore, but I do. I know what's cool. Okay, it's proof. Your spirit animal is doing the exploding fist bump. You should be going back to it. Okay. Yeah, and my just spirit saying. animal also has Danny the pirate. With Heck her. yeah! I was so Arr! excited to see Danny. Yeah. Because anytime something cool comes up, he's like, Arr! yeah, he's stoked. <laughs> Uh, they also had another guy with them named Jared Busby. So, um, new character. 
New character. New character part of the ROC team. Yep. All right. So also joining them is a crane operator. Uh, Michelle. Michelle Oulette. And Andrew Boline from Irving Equipment Limited. Yes. Uh, Vanessa, she's there. She asks them uh, what's coming in right now. And, uh, oh, if she, sorry. She says, do you see what's coming in right now? And uh, are you ready for this? Mar- Marty says he's ready. Does he? Mm-hmm. She says they're not small cans. And you see, like, when they pull back and these trucks coming in, like, there's only one can per truck. And they're just... And it's in the stubby. They're huge. Yeah, but they're not even that, like, long. But you, they are. But when they're that big, they look stubby. I think they were stubbier. I think they weren't as long as the last ones. Sure. Maybe. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Rick asked them, uh, we're going to find it this year, right? And Michelle replied, this is the year. So everybody's down. Everybody's excited. You notice Vanessa didn't give a treasure guarantee this year, though. Maybe she should have. She should. The odds are with her this year. Yeah, but she's like, she's unlucky. She's not unlucky. (laughs) You know, she doesn't want the arc to come up in pieces and she feels better about it these big caissons going down so we can get it whole oh yeah oh oh yes <laughs> we'll get to that in just a moment all right so um marty says he's excited and this will be a lot of work though and vanessa says they know this can't be done without disturbing the ground but the grab operation is going to be less destructive marty replied because you're going to be encapsulating this rather than breaking them right Vanessa tells him yes, and they're going to get five cubic yards with this hammer grab, each grab. So it's a lot bigger. Damn. And we uh, we get this awesome new little animation. You want to talk about it? Okay, <clears throat> so we get the new animation where the new large cans go down. <laughs> and they happen to just perfectly fit over the chapel vault. Mm-hmm. And then in comes the hammer grab, <laughs> just like the claw. And grabs it whole and lifts it out. <laughs> like it's some kind of arcade game or bowling alley game. Yeah, it's all perfectly intact still. It I would say this animation comes in second place to the one on Smith's Cove with <laughs> the, the, guy the guy pushing giant loads of boxes of treasure off of a ship and like them falling. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we should like screen record this one. And the other one, and like put them back to back or something. Those are your favorites. Those huh? are definitely my favorites. Mm-hmm. It moves. Yeah. So, um, Clotworthy explained that this hammer grab will be able to grab 11,000 pounds of earth mm-hmm. in each scoop. And Jack's uh, thinking, oh no. Yeah. It's a lot of work, Jack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, Marty says that it's time to change their focus from information hunt all over the island to digging up and beginning the treasure hunt, the actual treasure hunt up at the money pit. So time. that was like a little sign the green there. zone. Rick, he asked Vanessa if she knows why they're so driven this year. And she says she has no clue. And Marty tells her that there's definitely for sure, without a doubt, um, based on science, yeah, <laughs> like right. Both, both the brothers both say that based on science with no possibility of error, like, <laughs> They're really driving this home. Gold down there. Uh-huh. And she seems pretty stoked about that. Yeah, she's like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
And so they all laugh and they're all kind of giddy with each other because, hey, they're about to go dig up some gold. I mean, they know it. We're halfway through, right? Mm -hmm. And so at this point, you know, they've been data, data, data. Now it's time, you know, it's boots on the ground time. It's wash table time. It's time. You know, if they had a like a UFC announcer there, he'd be like, it's time. Right? That's what they do. Or uh, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, let that one. Let, let's do that one. Okay. Yeah. Um, those guys are brothers, by the way. Good to know. Yeah. All right. So um so are Rick and Marty. They are. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, Rick says we really couldn't do without you, that's for sure. And so that makes her feel good. And they're all feeling good because they're about to dig up yeah, gold. Because it's a feel-good moment. Yeah. Um, Vanessa replies that her team is here and they are ready. And Marty says that he thinks they've done enough talking. Now they get, need to get all this stuff unloaded. <laughs> <clears throat> and like, um, guys, that's going to be heavy. So um, they're probably going to need some heavy equipment to unload that. Mm -hmm. Clotworthy ends the episode by saying that the months of waiting are over and the dig is about to begin. Bum, bum, bum. It's pretty exciting. Um, yeah, I can't wait till next week. Oh, yeah? Why? What happens next week on The Curse of Oak Island? Uh, I think we're going to put some cans down. Mm -hmm. um, but speaking of, the last that so that wraps up the episode, yes. right? Mm -hmm. And now we have our next week on The Curse of Oak Island. There's a war room meeting mm -hmm. uh, with Dr. Krista Brousseau. Woo -woo. Uh, she's analyzing the bag seal found. Um, that was last year? Yeah last year on lot 32 mm -hmm. and says it's from the treasury of England marked with a T E. It's a very early bag seal and that wows Marty. And he says, how about that? How about that? So that's really interesting. I remember last year people were really digging into trying to figure out what the, the seal was yeah. from. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, Rick cool. tells us that the new premier of Nova Scotia is coming for a visit to Oak Island. Mm -hmm. Hey, I mean, they wanted government assistance. I mean, you might as well just go straight for it, I guess, right? Yeah. So, what is a premier? Is that like the governor? I'm, tr I'm not sure what that equates to for us. Yeah, his name's Tim Houston. Uh -huh. <clears throat> He's only been the premier since August 31st, 2021. So he was brand new like, when new, they were new. filming this. Yeah, and I think I think he's like the governor. Basically, would, would that be like a, equivalent wise to us U.S. folk? OK, the premier of Nova Scotia is the first minister to the lieutenant governor of the Canadian province of Nova Scotia. So maybe he's like third in charge. I mean, that's still kind of a big deal. Yeah, it's government. He's Tom, someone... OK, thank you, Tom Burns. It chimed in in the chat. Premier oh, Eagles governor. Thank you. He Tom. is a Nova Scotian. Scott Scotia, Nova Scotian. Is that how I always mess it up. I'm and so, so sorry. Tim is your dude, apparently. Tim and Houston. Not right. Horton. Yeah. Anyway, so yes, we have a premiere. Yes, we, we have, have a we, premiere. We have somebody that like can make or break them. Mm -hmm. And he sounded excited he about treasure. Stoked. Yeah, he did. I know nothing about this guy except that he looked excited. Yeah. He and, said, let's go find some treasure. And they're like, <laughs> all right, while you're here, can I get you to sign this and this and this? 
here, I have this stack of papers. This you signing these will give Laird free reign, right? Laird and all of it. So all of a sudden, you see like a convoy of archaeologists coming back. No, no, across no, 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 no. The we car. don't want that. <laughs> yeah, we do. Why not? Uh, if they can have free reign to do whatever they want while they're well, but then they would have to stop if they found more First Nations stuff. Not so. if he just signs off. No, because the First Nations have to. Okay, that's be part true. of that. So I'm I'm Fine. I'm I'm over no the archaeologists for a while. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Anyways, uh said so find treasure. Rick told him to get your shovels. <laughs> I like that. Uh so the oscillator arrives on Oak Island. Woohoo! Big but, sucker. Yeah. Well, yeah, it gotta be big enough to twist the big old case on. Yeah. yeah. Um <clears throat> Vanessa says that they're finally going big when lift and when lifting it, Rick is wowed and says it looks like a battleship. I mean, you are literally battling the island at this point. Yeah. Let's... So, yeah. And they finally begin digging at D2. Woo-woo. Woo-woo. Marty says it's exciting. And probably the highest expectation he's ever had because the physical presence of gold. Woo-wee. That's, wow. so, that's, that's exciting. It is... They're gonna find some treasure. They're yeah. They're not gonna find the one thing. They're gonna find the uh, the thing. No, the couple thousand things. Oh, it's so exciting. Yeah. So anyway, that's the end of uh, the episode, mm-hmm. and the next time on, mm-hmm. and uh, and all the things, and all the things. So, Jeez. man, we just want to say, everybody, thanks for um, showing up this showing evening. Up. Yeah, there's a couple dozen of you in the chat, and we did this without even announcing it. So thanks for being here. And um, and we will be here tomorrow evening for pregame. Yeah, so pregame we're on Tuesdays, an hour before the Curse of Oak Island airs on the East Coast of the United States. Mm-hmm. Um, so that would be 5 p.m. Pacific, Pacific 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, so join us, facebook.com slash Oak Island Podcast. Yep. We'll also be live on YouTube, which is at Oak Island Podcast. Mm-hmm. We won't be live on Instagram, but you can also find us there if you want at Oak Island Podcast. And you can email us at oakislandpodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, we're on the Twitter. At Oak Island Pod. Yeah, that's the only one that You can not even podcast. give us a phone call if you wanted to. You could be cool like Mario Lagina. You know, the guy that's with the right. tuning necklace? He called us once. He did. 360-836-4549. And you can also find us, if you want to support us, go to patreon.com slash Podcast. Yep. And uh, you go to oakislandpodcast.com to find out other information, including our online store. Correct, Amundo. And I think that's it. That's Do it. Do we have anything else? Nope. So until next time. Could it be?